Welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast, where we'd love to save our progress, but we just can't get it to work. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm joined by four other very broken men. But uh, before before we get started, I just got a note from our producer, Flask, who is with us, that uh, as of this recording, we've reached 10 million downloads. Oh, wow. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love you. I love you. And we haven't even done introductions yet. So, I'm excited to be this successful. For all our Patreon subscribers, we'll we'll finally get around to doing that. Um, We won't. Anyway, Flask, you've you've been playing a lot of older games lately and uh, pretty much as as long as I've known you. Uh, I, I also don't think that you're a kind of guy that usually appreciates remasters mostly because they're not very well done but so hit or miss what what's one game that you know from the olden times that you'd wish to see a very well done remaster oh man uh i know i know what he's gonna say what (laughs) what do you think i would say Vito? he's gonna say psychonauts well i mean that's the obvious one but then again like i it's such a favorite of mine that I don't think it needs a remaster. Like I think it's good enough as it is. You know what I mean? But you would love one, wouldn't you? No, <laughs> wouldn't that's, you? That's the opposite of what I said. Uh that's a good <laughs> question. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Fuck! He stole it. Shit. That was a solid one. Solid. Now, are you talking about a like a remake remaster or like a an updated re-release of the same game? Like, are we talking RE one remastered or what? What? Let's say that you get to choose. Just pick an old game that you want to see, like a spiritual remake or a really great remaster done. Hmm. Say it was by a uh, a studio that's known for doing remasters, but you don't have any say in that remaster. What would you <laughs> What would you say about that? Like it just happens. I, isn't that kind of like the opposite question that I just asked? <laughs> okay, okay, I got one. Here's it's kind of a cheat, but it's kind of a cheat. But I'd love to see like a um, like a remake of Knights of the Old Republic. Like ba- oh, okay, basically cool. make it like Knights of the Republic three, except it's a remake in the style of like RE one remake, where it's all like uh, updated to modern standards, and there's like new content added and changes made, so that you're kind of kept on your toes as an old player. That would be super. Have cool. you played uh, the Outer Worlds yet? Not, I haven't yet. I'm planning on it. Soon. It's just a remake of Knights of the Old Republic. Oh <laughs> no, I didn't know. No, no, no. I was going to say, there, there's a lot of parallels with how that game is structured. It makes me think Outer Worlds, or uh, Knights of the Old Republic in that kind of style might work. Well, Knights of the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic was very much the uh, the beginning like stages for how Bioware set up all their uh, later games. Like, you know, the, the same type of narration style where you start off in your... Uh, starting zone where it teaches you the mechanics and then it's like all right what place do you want to go to afterwards it's very much kind of 
similar, I guess, in that regard. Yeah, yeah. I got a question. What up? For well, hang, hang on. What, what's 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 you know? Let's let's keep the chit chit chat down a little bit until we get everybody's name out there at okay. least. All right. Um, Cal, you're kind of an outlier in a group, at least as far as like your gaming interests go. I think, <laughs> and that you tend to like uh, grand strategy games. Is it is that correct? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think you and maybe one or two other guys. There's there's not many of that type here. What's your favorite type of that game? Or right, sorry, what's your favorite game of that type? Uh, I think the obvious answer, my go-to, is Crusader Kings Two. Um, oh, I love Crusader Kings Two. And that's just because that was probably my my first one in that. But I am, I, I absolutely love the actual. Uh, politics and shenanigans you can get down in that game and especially the more uh, stuff that they've added I feel like I've over time just become a paradox interactive fanboy in that (laughs) just because they have put out nothing but quality Um, uh, some DLC comes in like a little bit weak and yeah they they do have a lot of like really expensive DLC but if you play it out smart for the most part then you can get solid DLC for pretty cheap and all of that DLC once you get it for like two bucks fucking worth it it's amazing nothing but bangers oh dude every single part of it you could they got a great modding scene too right? oh amazing you could uh, the Game of Thrones mod is the big one that comes to mind where you play as anybody from uh, A Song of Ice and Fire that at least is landed and has a title and everything. It's amazing. Although, I do like spice myself around. I do try and uh, spread out and do other stuff, but that's the one I feel I keep recurring to. And especially now that Crusader Kings 3 has been announced. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's pretty recent. So... I'm I'm pretty pumped for it, but I'm also really fucking worried. <laughs> I think that's a healthy feeling to have about any sequel to a thing you love. Yeah, like they they switched the portraits from, and the portraits were always kind of weird in that game, where the portraits were like changing, uh, changing like a artistry parts like you could throw on a different beard onto a different facial model and it was like okay you could kind of work out sometimes you got really ugly looking people but that was just that was a little bit lesser of the time usually but they're switching to a 3d portrait model system now and 3d's always been really weird with character generation Were so they not 3D before? Is, is it just like uncanny like is that uh, what you're getting at? like Dude, the one uh, the one picture that they sent up for like showing it looked like uh, hide the pain Harold, like <laughs> it, like as a king. It was fucking hilarious. Oh my god! I'll, I'll have to post it up at some point. Yeah. All right. And uh, last, and <laughs> certainly last. not least, I thought you were just gonna say last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was really tempted to let it hang for a while. <laughs> Vito, uh, you're you're a pretty busy guy. Well, that that's what I have written down here, at least. 
allegedly you <laughs> work odd hours and you apparently have a lot of hobbies. Yeah. Uh, what kind of game do you think best fits in that schedule? Uh, I want a game where after working a long ass day at the bar, I come home and just start it up. And it's, I could jump right in, and it's fucking simple and exciting. Uh, like, for instance, I just got the Outer Worlds. Not that game. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh really? I, I guess it just takes too much time to do anything. Guys, I think he's in the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I haven't played a lot of it, and I'm sure it's going to be great over the long run, and I know you like it. And, you know, you can edit that out. Um, you got a good opinion, <laughs> you got a good opinion on games. <laughs> You're just embarrassing yourself, man. I don't know. It's just getting worse. Um, so I know I'm going to enjoy it, but for right now it's, it's, it's a slow build. You know, every time I go to, every time I meet somebody and get a quest from them, it's like, you know... One person wants me to talk to another person. I get to that person, and like before, I could complete that quest. I got to talk to another person. It's just, it's just a lot of walking it around keeps and talking to people. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I get, I get, I get that. Yeah, you know, that that's cool. But uh, it's not something I want to play after coming home from work. Control. Played that game. Just beat that recently. That shit was awesome. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more about games we're playing later yeah, yeah 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 for sure oh boy but you know Vito, while you got the talking feather why don't you kind of explain now that we're about 10 minutes in why, why we're making a podcast and who we are why we're making a podcast um why we're making a podcast i don't know i mean we're uh, a group of guys uh, there's uh five of us in this room right now yeah five young virile young men very, Gotta very... emphasize that young. <clears throat> right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but there's like what? There's like 15 or 20 of us. Uh, uh, friends yeah, total. Was, you know, some people soon. are popping uh, pretty often. Or Discord, some people not as often. But we got a, we got a big group of people. And uh, I don't know. I feel like we're, uh, we got a pretty good chemistry. We're always talking about games or other nerd shit, and uh, I guess with this podcast, after, uh, I don't know, how, how many years have we known each other? At, at least a decade of, of knowing each other. For sure. We're, we're like, shit, we might as well try to capture some of these moments into, um, at the very least, a time capsule for ourselves, <laughs> and, um, you know, maybe, possibly... Uh, I was gonna say we might get some viewers, but I mean, shit. How many viewers did you say we had? We, we don't gotta worry about that. As anymore. soon as yeah, we start actually, this podcast, we're already the most successful gaming podcast on Spotify. I just wanted mm. to note that. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. And so Dan Carlin's actually coming in next week. Dan Carlin's <laughs> coming in. We got Dan yeah. Carlin. Nice. There's just been such a demand for another podcast of a bunch of dudes talking about video games. Mm. Yeah, young dudes. It's really a niche that hasn't been filled. Yeah, we, we have a lot to, uh, to <laughs> offer. Um, 
But uh, Speaking yeah. about dude, oh no, sorry. Are you are, are you going to? Well, I was gonna know? I was gonna talk about how we how we met. Unless you. Uh, oh, okay, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. You're on a roll. Well, um, I guess I was maybe 14, and uh, uh, to put that in perspective, I'm 27 now, and I think most of us are in our late 20s. Um, yeah. So when I was 14, GTA uh, 4 had come out recently, and I wanted to play like a uh, like a custom zombie mode that I made. I wanted to play with some people. Um, I had one le- real-life friend that I made this with and uh, decided to post on, I think the website was GTA Forums. So I posted on that website that I was hosting this, like, zombie custom mode where um, most of the players would run around with knives and try to kill the four human players who were, who were trying to survive for, like, for, for a round of gameplay. So I posted that on the forums, and it was really a really successful thread. I remember, you know, I, the, the first night I did it, um, some random night in, in uh, I think it was like July, I had a full room, and the shit just kicked off. And um, eventually, you know, I, I had um, this huge uh, friends list of gamer tags of people who wanted to play this game with me, and I decided that the best move would be to make a website so that I could, you know, communicate with all these people when we were going to play and keep track of all the gamers. So I did that, and uh, a lot of uh, our friends from the Discord are from that website, which then grew into a a larger gaming community. Um, You know, we kind of expanded away from that that original zombie mode concept, and um, uh, we grew to a, a larger website, and then uh, once that, that community kind of, um, you know, uh, died, uh, we, we found uh, Solus in this uh, Discord here. You could say yeah, that. Yeah, after bouncing between several platforms, including a new website. But, yeah, that, that's the long and short of it. Each one of us, I think, mean, Vito, you're the only one here that was here from the very beginning. Um... Each one of us joined at different points along there, uh, either through word of mouth or some of the YouTube videos that you guys had done. Um, I can definitely speak as one of that because I think I was the last one uh, coming in because I'm. Yeah, I think I'm just meeting you today, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Today, though, but uh, like, uh, <laughs> fucking, I, I'm. 23 right now i came in uh i came in at like some of the tail end of that yeah can we get in trouble for this you should have told us that like 20 minutes ago yeah yeah no i'm you know this is is being recorded right (laughs) of course you actually can't be on a podcast at that age oh no there's a limit there's a fuck you guys aren't gonna tell anybody right I mean, this is going out live to Wait, tens so of millions of people. I mean, I don't want to get Wait, in trouble. Wait, so were you like 12 when you joined? Uh, I I think I was 13, You were one of the squeakers. Yeah, I was one of the squeakers. I remember I actually I remember uh, I fell in with the Scottish though. crowd for some weird reason. What do you mean At, the Scottish crowd? Like, there was one Scottish kid. No, there was... <laughs> <laughs> well, he, had, he, had, he had a crowd about him. 
There was a decent like crowd of Scottish people. I think it's that... got at least three's got to be a crowd, right? What's the there was there was definitely crowd. like one one Scottish kid. What yeah. is this? Vicious, uh, vicious fox. Uh, oh no, Casio was Irish, I think. Or yeah, but um, but I fell yeah, in with right. them, but then I floated around and everything, and I the the videos were definitely the thing that got me into the group in general. Like I kept watching, and I was like, fuck. This looks cool. This yeah, looks we we had uh, what he's talking about is we had uh, fan uh, we had videos on YouTube of us playing. You know, there there always be somebody in our group that was like skilled making like short YouTube videos. So we had a YouTube channel with a bunch of videos, and they were really fucking popular. I mean, I, I don't know how many views is popular, but we had a lot of views. Yeah, that's surprising. That's popular. Way more than ten million. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Sure. How much did um, what was that that uh Psy song get? Oh, fuck. you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Gangnam like, Style. Gangnam Style. Uh, yeah. Uh, like double that we had. Double that, yeah. At yeah. least. Wow, holy shit. Makes yeah. it. Is it okay to lie on this uh, podcast? No. I uh, no. <laughs> okay, good. Because I was I wasn't lying. All right, great. I don't know why you would. Yeah, you know, we might get more. We could wax poetic about the old days forever. You know, we might yeah. get more into that another on another episode. It could come up. For now, uh, let's get around to the now. You know, Vito's over there in the old times. I want to know what game or games that Ethan is playing recently. Oh, wait, did you go? Did you say anything about yeah, you yourself? Didn't say shit. The fuck? Wait, what? Oh, Andy. Me. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. Do we get to I, ask I kinda, him a question? I kind of, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of always facilitate just the management role of things, at least on the uh, on paper things. I get kind of a kick out of keeping spreadsheets and stuff. So being OCD, being a I'm nerd. I'm kind of like the, the I'm kind of like the de facto host here because if I wasn't it probably nobody probably would. <laughs> nah, Excel's a pretty fun game, dude. <laughs> <With spreadsheets? laughs> Hosting? What? But no, all right, fair. that's okay, Andy. You don't have that's to uh, get asked any Here, ridiculous can... questions or anything. I mean, if somebody's got a ridiculous question, ask... they want to throw me a full free. All right, I, Ethan. I can ask what games you're playing. Oh, right, well, Ethan, that's fucking that, ridiculous! All right, Ethan, he just Ethan, asked you that. Ethan, can you can, do me a favor? Right, open, read the fucking agenda. Right? <laughs> well, you wrote an agenda. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, what's on the agenda? All right, it's TG Station thirteen double. <laughs> no, it, the the agenda. All I got was this. Woody's got wood. <laughs> Script yeah, I that's thought this was the agenda. That's 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 the after dark podcast. Yeah, it's fucking two forty three <laughs> in the morning right now. <laughs> this doesn't qualify. It's the after party? No, this is actually before the after lobby. Oh yeah, my you know, god! We gotta get wait till like I don't know, like ten a.m. Ten a.m. We gotta we gotta keep going until we get it right. Yeah. Until we're anyway, out of wood. Ethan, 
Can you tell me what games you've been playing recently? Yeah, dude. Um, I pretty much like play with a lot of girls' hearts, but mostly just Siege. Got them. All right. Cool. And yeah. uh, you got any reviews for us on the latest batch of Operators for Siege? There's like 52 now, and the, all I know is there's some lady who has a rifle that gets a one hit down but not out. And I don't know how I feel about that, but I haven't played it. Yeah, it's kind of like Thatcher. It's kind of like um, completely overpowered, and like I just watched a video about it, dude. I don't, I don't really know, but it seems pretty badass. That's probably gonna be really good for me because like I suck, so I need, <laughs> I need help with like one shot kills. Nice, but I probably won't be able to afford it. That's fair. I, I've been saving up actually. I, I think I have enough for like one new operator, and I've just been, you know, awaiting for that operator that I really want. But we I don't really understand why while. why games these days gotta make it so hard to get stuff, especially siege like. You gotta play for fucking weeks to be able to afford an operator. Yeah, that was always my problem with the operator system. I think I, they've 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 done a lot to make that a little easier now nowadays. Like, yeah, you could buy it, money if if you so, no, 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 play I like mean, I mean, ranked now, now or they've unranked, up, like, then the, uh, you actually get more XP. But if you play casual, it's like really a grind. Right. Uh, well, maybe that's what it is because I never played rank. Well, scared. plus like. They've done it now so that the operators are priced in tiers. So, like, the older operators are, like, really cheap. Then, like, the year two operators are a little more expensive than, like, you know, each of the years. I I think it's tiered by the year. I could be wrong. You know. Tiered by the there's, year. There's different price brackets, which I think makes it easier to kind of climb up. But I agree yeah. that, you know, it's not ideal. That was really good, Flask. Thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of Flask... Hi. What games have you been playing recently, friend? <laughs> well, uh, in Flask's uh, patient player corner, I've been playing... Um, well, for the end of Halloween and the beginning of November, I was playing uh, well Resident Evil 1 HD Remaster. Uh, that was my first time playing the RE1 remaster, even, like, I never played the GameCube version or anything. But have you played uh, the the original RE1 on the PlayStation? I have. I actually played through the first three games in the series for the first time, like, a year or two ago, and enjoyed them, actually. Oh, wow. I think they still hold up. Uh, having never played them when I was a kid or anything, I think they hold up today. You never played the Resident Evil games? I didn't. The The first Resident Evil game I That's... played was, like, four. Were you not allowed <laughs> to play them or something? Neither have I. No, no, I just uh, never did. For some reason, that's even that's wild to me. Busy playing Psychonauts. Let me guess. Uh, <laughs> what's that other game you guys like? The little kid Ness. Earthbound. Oh, uh, Earthbound. Oh. Yeah. You know, no, Earthbound. I was playing uh, <laughs> Around that time, like on the PlayStation, I guess I was playing like uh, Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. Like Crash more, Bandicoot. More simple games. I don't know. Gotta start playing some man games. <laughs> games for men. But yeah, uh, the the RE Master definitely is an amazing game. Uh, it's like still genuinely creepy in some moments, even now. Okay. Uh, and it's just different enough from the original that make it exciting. Then I played RE Zero, RH Master. 
which is not a good game. I think it's the most <laughs> annoying RE game I've played. The mechanics are super frustrating. I don't like know I, if I ever played that one. It's I, I the one it. with Rebecca and Billy Cohen, the criminal who's not a criminal, and they're it's like a, a prequel to the oh, first. Right, game. Right, that right. didn't get good reviews. Uh, it the, changed uh, a lot of like mechanics, like no item boxes, and you had to have like an AI partner that you could switch between. Um, so now you're t- like taking care of two characters instead of one. Mm. So you have to watch both their health and like where they are, and you can only drop oh. items on the floor. So you have to go back for items if you need them. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, I almost didn't complete the game <laughs> due to like is there my an, poor item management. Is there at the very least like an AI that takes control of the? You uh, can. Of the you can choose character? whether or not your partner uh, attacks or idles when you're not actively using them. Mm, but okay. it's very finicky. I find that like it's not uh, something that's reliable. So you kind of have to manage them uh, more uh, yeah. minutely than you otherwise would have. That sounds incredibly janky. That sounds yeah. It's it's no probably my least spot. favorite RE game that I've played. Uh, and then weirdly enough, <laughs> out of nowhere, just like the last few last week or so, I played uh, Red Faction for the PS2. That's oh yeah, yeah. That, that is weird. Yeah. I know that came out of nowhere. <laughs> you guys have never. I was not expecting didn't even to say hear that. about that. Have you have you ever played a Red Faction game? No, I haven't. I haven't. Ooh. That's the well, that's the weirdest part. Is like not <laughs> not even having any. <laughs> yeah, not playing for nostalgia in this series. And I know. You played the original Red Faction. Like just yes. go play the one with the hammer that everybody. Does. <laughs> yeah, <Gorilla>. that's <laughs> Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, that game was dope. Isn't isn't Red Faction one a fir- it's a first person shooter, right? Yeah, it's like an yeah. Unreal yeah. style. Wow, its whole thing. I remember reading about this game back in the day in like gaming magazines. Its whole thing was it There's used a geo mod uh, thing where you could destroy parts of the environment. Remember, you could like blow up the wall and you could like make a new path through the wall. Remember yeah, that dude, thing? gorilla, you could that, do that in the first yeah. one. Also. No, no, no gorilla, I'm just saying, like, like it what was the whole game is. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like that's that's why the game was like stood out back in the day. You know, I got you. Uh, it was like one of the first to use that. Unfortunately, it really doesn't use it enough in in the first game. Like in the first couple of areas, it uses it because you're in caves, and then after that, there's all these metal surfaces that you can't even like blow up until the I, end. So I feel like that's a game that even, definitely didn't age well. Not really. It's it's solid for like an FPS, but it's it has that like PS2 sort of like it was a it was a ton cheapness. of fun playing a uh, split screen uh multiplayer with your friends like deathmatch i remember that oh, okay. yeah. that was awesome but you got to have friends and <clears throat> yeah just be in the same room with them i had no idea that ps2 games even had attempted that level of physics for some reason yeah, i sure attempted it <laughs> i thought gorilla was the first one that, that did that no that was the whole selling point back in the day nice. and uh one more thing, I accidentally completed the final level, which you're supposed to use a like a hover jet for on foot accidentally. <laughs> Hell yeah. I didn't see the fighter jet and I actually, I was like, why is this so hard? It's like a gauntlet hallway that you're supposed to use this fighter jet in, like killing all the enemies. I just went on foot because I missed the, I missed the hover jet. Did you enjoy yourself? Uh like overall or in that level? In that level. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
thought it was super hard and I didn't understand why like the difficulty ramped up so much. Games right. back then were, were really hard. <laughs> they really wanted you to like keep one game going as long as possible. One hundred percent. Accidentally doing finishing Red Faction Two on the PS2 in a much harder way than intended is like Red Faction a gaming, One. It, it's a gaming flex I didn't expect to hear today. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more of a, a a gaming dunce moment. I just completely missed an aspect that I was supposed to use. Yeah, like that you were supposed to skip the first couple of Red Faction games mostly. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, you'll get it next time. Okay. I All feel right, like that's uh, something I've definitely done. Accidentally I, playing through just, a section in an unintended way, making it hard. Yeah, to yeah, like like oh, yeah, missed absolutely. missed like something at the uh-huh. very beginning of the level, and it was like, why the fuck is this so hard? <laughs> that, I've definitely done that. I think Cal? that's only natural, but yeah. Um, game that i've been playing recently i sure i would say that uh i would say that i i should talk about um this one game technically i've been playing one game more than another but i want to bring up this one because it's uh it's kind of a hidden gem it's called uh barony it's like a 3d roguelike game that's reminiscent of like Daggerfall, Ultima, and stuff like that. It's really fun. I've been playing it with uh, some high school friends of mine, and uh, they're in high school. No, <laughs> no, he's no, twenty three. No, no. Some yeah, he is yeah. twenty three. That's normal. It's, Just making sure it's still a thing. No, 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 trying to get in trouble. Yeah, you never know. Never know. But uh. But no, just some old friends of mine, and uh, they got me into it, and I was like, okay, let's let's take a look. And it's pretty neat. You got all these different classes, like uh, like your clerics, rogues, uh, even like a, a joker where you just get random equipment, and it's like, all right, go through go through a ton of levels, uh. And clear out the levels, get loot, and move on to the next one. And it's it's very simplistic, but damn, with friends, you can have a fucking blast with it. Just because of how, how small it is. And like uh, every once in a while, you'll get a level called uh, a Minotaur level. And... You have to basically get out of the level in enough time before a minotaur spawns. And the minotaur just fucking runs through blocks of the dungeon. Just like starts blowing through. Blowing through. You cut out. Uh, yeah, I think I think Cal's having some connection issues here, but. I got a question primed up for him when he comes back. Um, Prime that question. Cal, can you hear me, friend? Let's move on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Minotaur got him. What games have you been playing lately, friend? You mentioned Control (laughs) recently in Outer Worlds. Do you want to talk about that? You got anything else on your your mind? Yeah, why not? I got a... So I, I... I've been playing Outer Worlds, probably not enough to talk about it. I just kind of started it. I'm in the, the first 
uh, zone. Just made my first big decision. Um, nailed it, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, dude. So, yeah, I did play Control. Talk about that in a second. But then, before that, I replayed uh, The Last of Us remastered. Oh, okay. I I had completely forgotten there wasn't even a remaster of that game. That's yeah, a great game though. So, so um, it's for PS4, right? It's for PS4. Uh, I noticed that on the PS4, Sony was having a sale. Like, all their exclusives, or their older exclusives, were like 20 bucks. So I bought that and Uncharted uh, Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Uncharted 4. And um, I wasn't, like, crazy about Uncharted 4, because the climbing sections, uh, the game's riddled with these fucking, like, baby easy on rails climbing sections it's like you're not even playing a game you're, it's like an interactive cutscene it's it's really right. annoying so i quit that um picked up the last of us remastered that game is a fucking masterpiece oh, i yeah. mean every everything about that game that story is is riveting um it's emotional it's uh, it's 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 a fucking roller coaster ride uh the gameplay is just so much fun the combat is brutal and uh it's, it's so yeah. good. So I, I had a blast playing that. Um, when I first played it, I played through it like three times in a row. <laughs> it's a great game. I just wanted I, to I, like keep doing it over and just, over. Yeah, I remember playing it through and it was the, the kind of thing where I played it and it was so amazing and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a step back from this and I just never replayed it. So it was good picking up the, the remastered version with updated graphics. Game still looks like great. Um, yeah. That, that was a lot of fun. And, and then I played uh, Control, which uh, you played Control. That, that game yes. is amazing. Um, definitely. I haven't quite finished it yet, but I think I'm getting close. Okay, yeah, I finished it. I finished all of the side missions. That game has the, the coolest aesthetics. Um, the gameplay is fun. It's not the biggest drawer of the game, really. It's, it's the, uh, the atmosphere, the story. The uh, collectibles that explain uh, more about the the lore of this universe. Oh, that excites me. Yeah, I, I told you. Absolutely. I told you you're gonna fucking love that yeah. game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You absolutely alley. love it, Flask. It, it it carries with it the best the best vibes of things that you like. It's just cool as sci-fi. I mean, it's everything seems very novel. I mean, I don't like read like sci-fi books, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, it, it it shares like a lot of themes with like Stranger Things and. Do you know Do you know the basic premise of the game, Flash? No, no. Oh wow, okay. I try to avoid stuff about games I want to play. <laughs> All right, well, okay. Then well, I, I won't. I won't spoil it, anything. But... I'll I'll just say that it's it's it was great. Definitely a game of the year contender. Um, yeah. uh, I would definitely agree with pretty much all of that. Um, and I never. I it's like. I mean, I know. You could find information on it. It's not like it's like under the radar, but it's really not. I mean, it's not getting a, a load of buzz. I, I mean, I guess it depends on what where you're looking, but it definitely deserves more recognition. I think that one of the things that has going against it that I don't think any of us are experiencing is that it's um, apparently ha- has some optimization issues on console. Definitely, I played result. it on the PS4. Oh, I you was are getting. On the PS4. Yeah, and I got a lot of frame rate drops when there's a lot of enemies on the screen. And right. I was, like, shocked. Like, I never played a console game that had, like, frame rate drops. I just figured they all ran smoothly. You just figured it would be, it would be fine, I mean, right? Yeah, you know what equipment 
uh, you're making the game for. So yeah, they were, they, it didn't ruin the game for me, but it, it, it was the first game I ever played on a console where I was like, wow, this game's not optimized for uh, PS4. But I know they're doing like pretty revolutionary stuff um, on the PC with, uh, not revolutionary, but uh, uh, the, the ray tracing cutting stuff. Cutting edge stuff, yeah. I'm cutting out? No, I said cutting edge stuff. Oh, yeah. So well, I was gonna PS4 say, is at the end of its life note, cycle. Yeah. I'm wondering how much of the optimization issues are screen size. And that sounds kind of weird, but I was playing the game almost entirely on my, like, 25-inch monitor and getting perfect frames, very stable, you know, 60-plus FPS. No, no change other than I just put it on a much bigger TV and all of a sudden, you know, my frames are popping between 45 to 60, like, very noticeable swings. Hmm. And I wonder if it's like a scaling issue or something like that. Yeah, I don't mean to brag, but you know, I'm playing on a 70 inch uh, flat oh, screen. I, uh, I had frame rate drops galore, so it's definitely, <laughs> definitely size. They say size doesn't matter, but right. I don't mean no. to brag, but I'm dropping so many frames. <laughs> dropping so many. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as far as go back my, to Cal. my games go, it, it's pretty much. Cal, go back you back to Cal for a second? Yeah, sure. Sorry? Do we want to go back to Cal for a second? Cal's back. Oh, yeah, Cal, you're back. back. Sorry. Yeah, I, no. I, I forgot to note that, uh, you know, we dropped a thread there. Yeah, it's all I can good. I can fix that probably. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know. Uh, it's okay. Just edit this section in. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. Pretend like nothing uh, happened. Cal, what were you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, about, uh... Barony. We were talking about Barony, the... Minotaurs. like, 3D Minotaurs. thing. Minotaurs. <sighs> running through the maze. I had a question primed up for you. Okay. Shoot. What kind... What is, like, the meta progression in that game? Like, common for, like, that type of roguelike that I'm familiar with is, like, you're, you're collecting some kind of currency that you're spinning on upgrades, and sometimes the upgrades are stuff like this item is going to appear in the world now, and this NPC is going to appear somewhere. Well, that's just the thing about the game, is that it's all from loot drops. So it's all what you get and uh, and what you can technically appraise, because every time you get an item, your character has to appraise it first. And the majority of items you get are cursed, and the moment you grab them, they're like stuck in your hand until they break. So, so you got to be like sure what you're grabbing and actually equipping, because you might get fucked with like a negative two axe or something. So, right. uh, but occasionally you'll find like plus one blessed sword or something, uh, iron sword. I don't know, but uh, you'll have money drops and things like that and occasionally you'll find like merchants in certain levels and you can go and sell certain items because the merchants are very finicky about that about like oh uh you have to look through their items and if they have a bunch of potions in it then they only buy and sell potions that's it right so that part's a little bit weird and i think that's probably one of the biggest cons is that it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what what's up with the merchants but that, everything else about the game I would say is incredibly solid Occasionally, that's one of those things that I've always felt is a downside of those kinds of games like 
it's it's cool to have systems that you're supposed to figure out, but I can't lie that when it comes to like variables where it's either going to be really good or really bad for me, I I feel like I have to have a wiki page open as I'm playing the game, so mm. I can just like reference the event to make sure I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah definitely. Um, luckily with this one, it's it's more of just uh. As you get knocked down, you you pick it back up again and you try it. And if you've got friends that are willing to go back into the fire for it, then you can usually figure out exactly what kind of happens pretty quickly and figure out exactly what you need to do for certain things. Like, the first time you encounter the Minotaur, it's like, oh, the Minotaur's coming. What the fuck does that mean? And then next thing you know... Cuts off your internet oh, connection. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's dead. From the, Actually, I did... The first time I did encounter it, it smacked me over the head, and it crashed the game. And I was like, what? What just happened? Weird feature. That's what they call a crash cushion. That, that is a pretty cool feature. <laughs> but it's, it it's is like a fun MGS2, game. too, but for real. Yeah. It is a fun game and it's very uh, underlooked. It's a it, visually it reminds me of like a 3D realm of the Mad God with a pixel art. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of yeah, short yeah. stacked characters. I and... see that for sure. But um, that, that's the game I, I've been playing a lot. It's pretty. Did you say there was another game you were playing? Oh, uh, uh, that one's more of a mod for. One of my grand strategy games called Hearts of Iron 4, which is uh. normally a World War II grand strategy game, but uh, but Kaiserreich, is, which is the name of the mod, is basically the what if Germany won World War One version of it. Ah, man, the and, castle version. <laughs> yeah, well, it's crazy. It's it's insane because it's all about. Uh, Wilhelm II basically holding, trying to hold his power, and then uh, the royal family got sent over to Canada, uh, and because of like communist uprisings in both France and England after World War One, and like uh, I was playing the my current campaign, I've been playing as this uh, Russian general who uh, took over Mongolia. And is being praised as the next Genghis Khan, and he's trying to take over the rest of uh, Eurasia. It's nice. really fun. Okay, but and have lots of you know that that kind of immersive simulation I can get into for a, a period of time, but it's, I think it's hard for me to invest the type of time into that type of simulation. Remember when I was talking about to carry it out. the type of game I want to play after work? It's not. <laughs> you want more of a bejeweled speed. Mm. Alright, that's cool. Of course. Um, Me and Flask are also playing Fatal Frame. We both forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I'm going to plug that later, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, as far as games I've been playing, Vito already mentioned Control and Outer World. Which, Wait, did uh, anybody ask you? Alright. Alright. <laughs> No, it's fine. Go on. You no, know, Vita, you got something to say. It's obviously really important. We gotta bring out the beef. 
Vito, you got something to say. It's obviously really important. We're going to get to the beef section. I got grievances to air. All right. Is beef on the agenda? <laughs> um, this is also but, the last uh, podcast. Yeah, this the game the last I wanted episode. to highlight that Vito didn't play that I played is called uh, Death Road to Canada. Have oh, you been playing that recently? Yeah, it's a great game. Have you played it? I have not, but... Oh, definitely parsing it if you wanted to try it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard no, good I play that often when I go over to a friend of mine's house, but um, it's kind of similar overarching style of game as what Snow or uh, Cal was describing with uh, a roguelike elements or a multiplayer roguelike type game. The premise of the game is that you're on a road to Canada. You have 15 days to get there, and along the way you're trying to survive a zombie apocalypse. But why the game really shines is I think it kind of nails this charm that it's going at, where it's very tongue-in-cheek, very funny. Um, Me and my friend are often genuinely laughing at the game. Um, And, you know, this is either... There's a taste-based thing. You're either going to love this or hate this, but it is, like a true roguelike, very randomized. Your stats... Uh, the events you're going to get, you know, it it, is, it really often does feel like it's just coming down to a roll of the dice, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like I at, said, uh, told your taste. Sometimes it feels great. Sometimes it feels terrible. I'm looking at screenshots right now. It looks fucking awesome. This is the oh, one yeah, where you, great. you make your characters at the beginning, right? Like yeah, yeah, you can make style. your characters at the beginning, yeah. Oh, God. The multiplayer components feel like they're not fully there. There's some stuff I don't quite like, even though it's it is really great. The biggest thing that comes to mind off the top of my head is that uh, you so you you have two. It's a two player game. Um, you have the leader, and you have the buddy. The leader being player one. Only player one can go through doors. So player two uh, has to be near player one when he goes through doors, because uh, if player one and player two are separated by zombies, mm. then player two might be might take damage off screen until player one comes back damn it's like an ancient co-op system (laughs) i used to see that back when like co-op was a brand new thing i remember i remember when state of decay 2 had that like problem and everybody got really mad about it yeah you know it's it's weird i mean it's hard to say how like you can fault, fault the system for not feeling like it comes together you can tell it was definitely like they knew they could do something better, but that was intentioned because the game kind of feels like you're playing like an old arcade game in some mm-hmm. ways. You know what I mean? Like there's like an intentional film grain on it. The style is like very like 80s ish, you know, arcade. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like that aspect of the game. I can see what they're going for. Yeah. But in a game with like permadeath where everything is already so random and you know, depending on your traits, you're going to start with probably three health, maybe less. And it's not always easy to heal, etc., etc. It can feel like a real cheap shot when your buddy goes to the door. You think you're close enough, but you've triggered something in the game design that says there's some zombies in the way that... And, and you can see the zombies, you know, just sometimes you think you're close enough. And you take some damage and die off screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. That That feels kind of rotten when it... Could just be as simple as like, hey, he goes through the door, so I go with him, or 
both of us can go through the door or something like that. I don't know. You, you want the mechanics to be smooth and fair, but the gameplay, like the gameplay loop, to be challenging. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very really frustrating. Overall, you know, I feel like I just highlighted a really negative part of the game, but it's, it, it is a great game. I love it. Uh, highly recommend it. Great two-player couch co-op type game. You know, it's one of those games where almost every time I go over to their friend's house, even if I'm there for all night or just a couple hours, we'll fire up and do a run of that. Is it only uh, couch co-op? It's only couch co-op. You know, so uh, for a group like us, well, we'd have to take advantage of something Parsec. like Parsec. But there's a surprising, uh, not surprising, but a uh, an unfortunate lack of couch co-op games these days. So having yeah, no, having I'm, them available for is a it. nice thing. It's cheap. I think it's like at most like five bucks on Steam, even at full price. I think. Oh yeah, it's got great so. reviews. It looks like. Oh yeah, for five I bucks recommend. for what you're saying, it sounds like no problem at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, anybody else got anything gaming wise they want to talk about before we take a break and go on to the news? Uh, it's it. I think we're running out of time as well. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wrap up the second quote unquote half of the podcast a lot faster than intended, but that's all right. Uh, all right, we're taking a break. Out. Break now. <laughs> Try another one, though. Try another one. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't know if it's moving. I don't think it's moving. <laughs> it's kind of bending. Wait. Oh. No, okay. Move. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> my Come on. Come on, baby. You better be recording all of it. It might push you. The Poxon's hands are moving, that's a good sign. It looks like it's not <laughs> moving. Shut up. It's like three of them stuck. It's like a fucking little island we made. You should, go, yeah, you should try island. jumping. You should try island hopping. I would. <laughs> I, would, I, would try, I would try it because... Oh my, my god, my neck is... Oh, dude. Eagle, oh, you better oh, jump eagle, now, you might be able to make eagle. it. Eagle, don't Eagle, jump, jump to the other one. Jump to the Eagle, other one. you can make it. Jump it. You can make it. What are you I, gonna I do? have faith in you. Hard to jump. Eagle. Hurry, Eagle. 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 Jump. Eagle. 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 And we are live. Uh, I think we got about 20 minutes left. Maybe we'll, we'll try to. We've got a list of news topics here. We'll try to. Uh, who's even numbers the fun these ones. days? Who's even numbers these days? Yeah. So I got. I picked one, the first fun who one I want to do. Even numbers. Uh, I kind of have in mind specifically with Flask because I think. He's got a lot of words to say on this, but uh, Hello. apparently Warner Brothers has been actively trying to develop a Superman game since 2013. Which, you know, that the idea of there being an open world Superman game doesn't at all surprise me. Um, I just the dream, right? <laughs> apparently in 2013, 
it was being pitched as a Spider-Man or a game in the Spider-Man vein for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, feature massive Metropolis and various villains from the DC Pantheon. Um, I think Flask's answer to this might be different than everybody else's, so you know, Flask maybe take a back seat for a second. But sure, do you guys think that yeah. a Superman game could be interesting? Like, or do you, or, um, or you know, well, is the is it, the meme about Superman being an under, un- interesting character true for? those of you who aren't flies. I've never found Superman to be interesting. I Dude, mean, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a comic book nerd, but he's just been the most milquetoast superhero ever. I, I, I wouldn't really want to play a, That's a fair. video game with Superman. What, what, would, what would a Superman <laughs> game have to do to make you want to play it? To make it you go, I would wow, have to... I mean, okay. it, if they could really nail the power that, he, like, Superman has, like, if I could, like... I suppose it's like Spider-Man, where, you know, it's a map of... Uh, so, so I guess it, it'll be Metropolis in this case, but let's say it's like the size of Manhattan. If I could press a button to, like, fucking shoot across the map, and I could be at the other side of the map in, like, you know, a second, that would be fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, fly across yeah. the map, like, that quickly, where the game renders the map so quickly that uh, I'm already across it. I think that would be pretty dope. I can already I picture the. Into, uh, and I agree that sounds cool, but sounds like a nightmare a little bit. <laughs> making a game that where you can be, where you can be like the like god man that Superman is, while also like balancing it. So you know, there, there's still a game there. There's still something to do. There's still some challenge. You know. Well, that's yeah. just the thing about Superman, is that he's always in that nightmare. He can't leave. He's stuck. The <laughs> world uh, of cardboard. I'm about the simpletons kick the ball around a bit. So, Flask, you want to you want to weigh in? Uh, well, I think the closest we've gotten so far is the Superman Returns game for the Xbox 360. It was a tie into the I movie. Know, I know nothing about this game. Yeah, uh, it was basically like the dream writ small in that you're superman you're in metropolis you're flying around you have all your powers like all the elements are there it's just not enough it's like not you don't feel powerful enough there's not enough uh like, i don't the story isn't good enough really the setting isn't good there. enough I, I don't think you can get to that level that Superman's it's super powers at in a video game it's super hard because like, you know i've seen like uh test uh demos that people have done of like uh you know they develop their own little physics engine for that yeah. kind of gameplay and it looks super cool it feels super cool but it's not it doesn't capture superman's level of power you know like hit what he would have to be like if you really wanted to capture that feeling it, it makes you wonder almost if the best approach is to have a, a game in the superman setting where you play a character who isn't Superman, and Superman himself <laughs> is almost more like just a force of nature that you're reckoning with, you know. I don't know. Oh, I like, think like you as, might be able to get away with it. You know, Flask. You know, as if you were to play like as Lex Luthor in the Metropolitan Man or something like that, or yeah. you know, like Lex Luthor on a um, no easily portray him as an anti <laughs> anti hero quest to stop Superman just because Superman is that powerful that he could you know, destroy humanity if he really wanted to. 
And it'll, it'll I do easy. think that's an interesting idea on its own, but that, I don't think that's what people want from like the dream yeah. of the Superman game, you know? I mean, I definitely, it would, you, I definitely you'd almost have to play as like a super boy or like some kind of like Superman like but, but powered down thing. Or, you know, it'd be cool to like play as like the Flash or something like that. Oh, like, Jesus. Even more of a nightmare. <laughs> you just be able to run across the map in a second. Yeah. You guys know what I want. But you know what I learned, though? With 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 uh, where we still are in terms of what's possible to make in, like, a game world, it, it's so hard. Because you have to trade off, like, if you make such a big world that Superman could just, like, go anywhere in and at any speed, then you have to lower the level of detail in that world you know it's it's yeah so very bad balance did you want to play Saints Row 4 I did Uh, that was a good that was actually it felt fun to play I think the superhero stuff I never played it it always sounded like a Superman game kind of it's it is up there with like the best of the superpowers gameplay loops I would say right okay that's the one with the uh, dildo bet yeah that is the franchise yes, with the, the dildo bat. The, yes. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Yeah, that, that franchise, yes. I think it's like in every one of those games. What were you going to say, Ethan? Uh, but the um, Ultimate Spider-Man game, that didn't have like a super high level of detail. But I really oh. like the graphics on that. And, like, Is that what the newest Spider-Man that just came out? No, this one was on like PlayStation 2 or something. Oh, or the, the one that had the cel-shaded graphics. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I played that one. I like that. That was badass. A lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for that one. I think. It, it's did anybody very... play the newest Spider-Man? I did. No, I thought it was. Great. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. No, it's really good. It's, it's fucking really good. awesome. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Is like, I think, I think Spider-Man technically was able to do it. Uh, obviously, Spider-Man's at a different power level than Superman, so it's a lot harder to do it. But if you if you tried to play around with it, you're obviously not going to reach the Superman limits on powers, but if you can still make him feel strong enough, but, like, give him, like, little shit to do, like in that old uh, Spider-Man game where uh, some kid, like, fucking lets his balloon fly and you gotta catch the balloon or whatever. Yeah, that's like, fun. that mission. I'll be fucking pissed really if I'm playing Superman <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like you have to do that. Fucking saving cats out of trees. No, like. imagine you have to do that and like, it's basically the the biggest, um, the biggest scout, like, uh, Boy Scout but no, uh, but, but, simulator but, of all time. But imagine I would, that, I like, would actually have a lot of fun with it, I think. You're, you're an alien, right? You're a super alien that has all these powers and stuff like that. Now imagine that humanity is just naturally suspicious of you. So you have to do, like, <laughs> shitty, trivial things like that in order to, like, maintain the image. And it's like yeah, a, but a reputation-type system. That and just sounds like a... And it's on, annoying that. on purpose because you want to be tempted to not ignore all those things and just say, fuck humanity, but that'll have repercussions and that kind of thing. Anyone I mean, who I- thinks that sounds interesting... Uh, I mean, Damon mentioned the like the fi- fan fiction Metropolitan Man, but also the comic book Irredeemable. I think is a great example of that kind of thing. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, if anyone thinks that concept sounds interesting, uh, yeah. that what what uh, Cal said reminded me there is another alternative, which is uh, not everyone liked this game. I personally really liked it because I understood what it was trying to do. Uh, 
uh, Ashra's Wrath. Asura? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It was a game for the 360 that basically was an entire game of quick time events, essentially, but like really complex quick time events. And you were basically playing an action anime. And I thought it was super cool. You're playing like a super powered god character fighting other super powered god characters. And you're not controlling him like one to one. You're just it, it's like a you know quick time event like a movie sequence. With quick time events. Yeah, exactly, that. exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a great solution if you want high octane superpower action without having to design the gameplay for that kind of character. Sure, but sure. people didn't like some, not people didn't like, but some people didn't like that as much. Because some people didn't like it. That game got great reviews, and I think those developers. They just made some sort of announcement. <laughs> it was either... Shit, I gotta look it up. It was either that they're making another one, or that, sorry, we didn't sell enough, so we're not making another <laughs> oh, one. I will forever that, that, have that, a That sounds grudge. like the two types of announcements that a developer would make. <laughs> <laughs> I will forever have a little grudge against that developer, because they locked the true ending of the game behind DLC. Oh, Oof. yeah. Like, who fucking does that? that? That's a, such oh, a bullshit. It's pretty shitty. I didn't know about that. Fuck. Yeah. All That's right. Um, I think we're about out of time for news. <laughs> <laughs> no, burned we, it on Superman. <laughs> we had a pretty front-heavy episode. Um, that's fine. But one news item I just wanted to kind of really quickly touch on: Halo Reach is coming to PC December third. Um, it's really cheap. Seems like each of the games are going to be ten dollars. A piece with ODSC being five, or you can buy the uh, entire collection for forty. So I, I think that's pretty reasonable. I, I'm going to pick up Reach on the third or close to it. Anybody else here oh, interested? I'm buying the whole the whole fucking yeah, game. definitely. I might have. It's incredibly yeah. reasonable. Yeah. It's like I mean, ten bucks for just for a game that we already had, but it's on another system. That's, really. Really curious to see how well it translates to mouse and keyboard. I mean, you know, they've been working on it a while, so ideally it, it's really good, but, you know, Halo was, was made for that. the controller. So. I, I don't quite remember exactly. Uh, I love the Halo games, but did, did Reach have multiplayer, or is it just single player? Uh, yeah, no, you're talking about ODST. No, wait, no. Wait, Reach yeah, is the one that's coming out this this year. What? Yes. Yeah, they, it had multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Reach you're, you're, thinking multiplayer. Of, you're thinking of ODST, where ODST didn't have like the conventional multiplayer. It it's had Halo like the fire squad type thing, whatever. Yes. That was called. Yep. Yes. Okay. And it had, Reach was yep. the one that had like the armor, the crazy fucking armor customization. Yeah. Yeah. They right. actually... And it had the power ups. Introduced power ups in yeah. the series. Yeah. Oh, Reach so psyched. was also really neat because uh, they had a new art director at that point, and he tried to go for a grittier type stylization, which is why all the armor looks a lot dirtier in that one. Mm. Oh. I know yeah, you guys I, just want to get at the time liking Reach a lot. Ultimately, there there were a couple things that you know I, I didn't. I was not a fan of adding the power ups into the gameplay. I'm kind of curious to see how Same. I feel looking back on it. Um, and as far as as a community tool, uh, there were some things about Reach that made it less convenient for us to do things on, which was a shame. I, I think one example was that the zombie mode you can you can no longer have 
the zombie mode on with proximity chat on or something like that. Yeah. Be curious to see if those. I I'll be surprised if they are different, but if those little legacy things that prevented us from using it as a good community tool are no longer gone. I don't see no why there. they would change that. I, I feel like developers don't don't you know, they don't understand that, that there's small pockets of people out there using their game for something that not that they didn't intend <laughs> people to use it, but you know, I, I was gonna, that's gonna not say, gonna change. I was gonna know? say I know you guys are just getting reached so that you can get back to the glory days of uh, role playing yeah. in Forge World. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I can't wait to hop into a, a fucking death match. Yeah, for sure. Mode. I mean, I am. I'm incredibly stomp. excited for the uh, the custom games that are going to come out of that. For sure, because yeah. that was definitely one of the biggest parts about Halo in general is the random types of games and the random invites you get from people, and then it'd be like, "Oh, what the fuck are they doing in here?" And next thing you know, you're in a you're in a lobby that's called. Uh, uh, border patrol and it's about people trying to run over run over uh uh mexicans as they don't try to escape God. and everything it's crazy it. it's crazy now the we amount have to of delete this whole podcast <laughs> the amount of stuff, well you know man. what i would think would be cool is if they had a whole database of well i mean sorry they already have this whole database of like custom games and stuff that was made for the 360 what if they had some kind of tool that just converted those games to make them compatible with the PC version. And I know there's probably a million reasons why it's not that simple, but if you could just pick up any old, any one of those old games, oh my God. that would be awesome. It's like digging through an old box of toys. <laughs> and, and if they could do that, it would be so smart for them to do. I wish I could get back there to the days that I fell asleep inside Halo. All right. I wonder if, if the if it's really gonna gonna pick up again, like just where it left off, or we're all gonna play it for a week and then just not touch it ever again, it'll you know it'll be in the rotation. I think. I think that's definitely based on uh, on how well it translates to PC. Maybe I, I think we can definitely at least get some mileage out of the campaigns. You know, even if we Wait, end oh, yeah. up not spending a whole lot of time in the multiplayer. What happened to Halo Three again? <laughs> it's coming. Okay, Halo that's coming as well. That's coming. All, as well. all four. They're doing it uh, chronically. Halo nice. Reach was just the first one. Ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's uh, early. Well, let's uh, let's, let's move on. Just wanted to touch on that real quick, and you know, give us enough time for one email from our, our listeners. Uh, one of the ten million. <laughs> Not even two. <laughs> And then we can wrap up. Um, Ethan, why don't you huh. select an email from that list and read it out loud for us? Uh, I don't know what list. I just highlighted the list. I'm lost. I hope he's in the article. In the agenda. <laughs> in the agenda. Agenda news. Emails. Have you ever boycotted a... G- oh, wait. Should I think about what I'm... Yeah. You pick one that sounds right, interesting to Cal, you for the group. Cal, why don't you pick an okay. email that looks interesting for the group? All right, all right. Uh, okay, here's here's a fun one. What game has spooked you the hardest? <laughs> what is the one that got you? So, when I was a kid, everything spooked me. Uh, 
so it's I don't know if it's fair for me to like talk about the games that might have spooked me when I was younger because like Half Life spooked me because of the the head crab zombies. Oh, of course, uh, stuff like that. Like that shouldn't be that scary. I had Same. to turn off the game, send it back to Blockbuster. It was done <laughs> for like huh. years. I never really had that. That's why you never played the Resident Evil games. <laughs> I can't Actually, that's probably a pretty good reason. I probably would have been scared at that age. We've gone full circle. It and then I became sense. a sociopath who's scared by nothing. And it's sad because I would like to be <laughs> freaked out by some games. I feel like, you know, for me and probably a lot of us, Silent Hill 2 always comes to mind when I think of that. And I don't even know if that spooked the hardest, but it was definitely like a significant early spook of mine. Hmm. Um, But I think worth mentioning is games that have actually spooked me in my adult life in some way, which I feel like is not hmm. really uh, easy to do. Um, and surprisingly, I was kind of spooked playing Clock Tower on the Super Nintendo. Not necessarily for, like, horror me Very suspenseful, maybe. You know what I mean? Okay. That was- this is you as an adult, you're saying? Wasn't wasn't that that game that we played on the... Yeah, we played yeah, that one yeah. here. As I'm, like just, I'm just clarifying. You're talking about the one we did as uh, DVGS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm... Huh. I'm not saying... I, I'm not saying, like, as an adult. I haven't played it since. I'm saying, like, uh... You know, as opposed to being a young child. I was, like, upper gotcha. teens when I played that. It's a good um, game. But the only other game I can mention is maybe P.T. Had some spooky vibes to it. Yeah, I think that got a lot it's of hard, people. It's hard for me to get spooked. You know, suspension of disbelief is hard for me to hold in horror things in general. It's mm-hmm. always been my problem with the genre. Same. That's fair. Um, in recent memory... I'm in that same camp where games don't really spook me, especially like scary games, games that are meant to be scary. Um, Alien, Alien Isolation. Oh, that's a good one. That's a fair choice. I think. that was a that was a good spooky game. Um, and honestly, I don't know if you're gonna laugh at me, but Control had some fucking I don't know, man. Something about the atmosphere in the game kind of spooked me a little bit when I'm playing it, like. You know, by myself at 3 a.m., it's a little... There's, little there's definitely some areas, like, uh, uh, you know, without spoiling much, towards the end when, when you're getting deeper into some of the research areas, that, that you know, I com- I agree, there's some unsettling... Just some vibes. of the rooms you walk in, and you know there's some sort of puzzle in the room, and you're not sure what it's gonna do, and... Uh, <laughs> oh like, my god, a puzzle! That, the music's fucking spooky, and also it's like one of those games where so it's got like this ominous soundtrack, and then it starts like uh, fucking rising and like, but for no reason, and, it, and you think you think that something's happening, like oh shit, like you start looking around, but it's it's just that's just the soundtrack, it just does that. The the so, ambient voices and stuff, like you'll hear like whispers uh, and that chanting. Kind of thing. That's great too. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of spooky. Dan- I want to talk about it, but I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to spoil it. We'll, we'll do a control podcast. Yeah, because I think All it's right. worth it. I have a lot of notes about control. What's the temperature of the room? We want to tackle another email, or do we want to? I want to do one more question. Let's do one more right. question. I'm okay. not in a hurry. All right, Flash. Why don't you go ahead and pick one? Oh, okay. Uh. Actually, uh, what game in 2020 are you most looking forward to? Oh, Cyberpunk. I'll just get ahead yeah, of that and that's, that's, yeah. it down now. 
Uh, I'll say cyberpunk, but I'm also nervous it's going to not be that good. Of course, of course. You know, like I, we touched on that maybe a little bit earlier. It's not a sequel, but it kind of is in a way. It's, you know, you always worry about the big sequel to the thing you love. Like, is mm-hmm. it really? Is it going to be everything that you wanted to be? And is it at least going to be good enough? You know, it, it's hard when you when the expectations are high. You know, there's, there's a lot of the expectations are so high. No, you know what I'm actually looking forward to. The game that's going to get its its full release 2020. What's that? Star Citizen. Hell yeah. <laughs> you dropped, you dropped a few hundred um, bucks on a good ship in preparation. The only other serious answer I have is... Uh, I, I I thought Wasteland 3 was coming out in 2019, but I recently learned I'm pretty sure it's been delayed until 2020. Um, I thought Wasteland 3 came out already. I don't think so. Oh, oh shit. Hasn't that been out for like a year? You're talking about Wasteland 2, which is hey, been out Wasteland for a while. I, I have Wasteland 3 game. was announced at E3. Yeah, so, yeah, Wasteland 3 comes... Uh, yeah, so I think it was originally slated for the end of 2019. It's launching now in May of next year. Wasteland 2 is a great game. Um, I feel like it was a good execution on that format, even if it was horribly buggy at first, but there's a director's edition now that's on Game Pass that... Fix, fixes all of those problems to the original game. Hmm. I know what Game Flask is going to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you figure it out? <laughs> so I actually, I actually, yeah, I actually do have two answers. One is obviously Psychonauts 2, which I am a backer of and I've been waiting for and they kept delaying it. And I'm like, I just want it to release and be good so I can wait because I, you know, the Miyamoto quote and everything. Uh... But other than that, obviously Cyberpunk and Vito, you mentioned playing Last of Us, Last of Us 2 coming out. Oh, yeah, it is. Who knows how that's going to be, but hopefully. It's going to be amazing. I have no (laughs) doubts. Naughty Dog hasn't made a bad game ever. Fact. Not ever? Including Uncharted 4. (laughs) Oh, that game fucking. That's Naughty Dog? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that game. Fucking got you. I'm excited for Elden Ring. Is that coming uh, out 2020? I don't uh, think so. I don't know, but I'm excited for right. that as well. I'm excited to learn more about that at least. Yeah. Yeah. And the oh. Destroy All Humans remake. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I forgot about that one. I, yeah. Is Do we know? Is that just a strict remake? Or is that like a reboot, remaster thing? Re- no, it's like a remaster. Yeah. I think they added like one extra mission. Man, you know, that's kind of lame because while a lot of times I, I, I like when the original game is preserved, I kind of feel like Destroy All Humans was a game where, like, you could do a lot more with that idea, you know? Yeah, I feel like I also have place. been hearing, I, I remember um, when it was first, like, previewed, there was a lot of, like, frame rate problems with it, and, uh, a few extra like internal things that they needed to hash out before anything hmm. even coming close to a full product so i'm hoping that it fixes by then but who knows yeah who we'll knows? see but um as for me uh bannerlord of course <laughs> because mountain blade warband is one of my favorite games of all time 
Oh, and, yeah. I forgot Banner Award was coming out. I'm so used and, to it not having a release date. Right? Years upon <laughs> years it? It's like March 2020, years. right? Yeah. Yep. 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 So I'm, I'm incredibly excited for that. And actually, the trailer for Age of Empires 4 had just gotten dropped a few days ago from what I last heard. So they were there's been speculations that possibly a 2020 by them maybe late 2020s for that so if that's the case then i'd say that would be on my list as well i think i just recently downloaded the um age of empires definitive edition on game pass i've not oh yeah played it but i've got it installed i don't know if i ever will play it to be frank but i saw that on game pass and i was like hey i can download that and i had fun times with that it's game definitely when I was a kid. It's definitely one of those things that, like, nostalgia brings you back. And it it's a really solid thing. There's actually a really decent competitive group oh, around it. Yeah. I, I, I will never do that because I will always be terrible at competitive types of those games. Oh, completely agreed. I fucking suck at it, too. Real quick. Yep. Did Fallen Order come out yet? Yeah, I, Just I had yes. that, you know, on a thing we could talk about if we had time. It just yeah. came out. No, we don't have to talk about it, but it but, is uh, out. The Flash, did you get it? Not yet. It's got a like a 90 Metacritic on PC. It, oh I've God. been hearing amazing things about it. It's um, funny yeah. that uh, everyone says it's great, but uh, everyone's, everyone's uh, furious that there's no dismemberment. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Disney property now, you know? Like, yeah, that was never a thing in the official games. That was only ever like a mod in like Jedi yeah. cast. They don't want how angry everybody is over that. You get like one dismemberment per movie. That's <laughs> one arm off per movie. But yeah, I, always, I think that's, always uh, an arm. I think we could, should touch on Fallen Order. You know, more next time. Maybe maybe some of us will play it by then. Especially curious. Yeah, Flask is our resident Star Wars super fan. Um, oh yeah. He would, uh, you know, qu- real quick. Uh, is this another one of those games that takes place in the interim between episodes three and four? <laughs> I think so. God, I think right. it is. Yeah. I hear From it's what great, I heard, but I think that, it is. Which, yeah. It's very it. disappointing. I, I think and, they should really just get and the it's fuck canon away. Too, so you know yeah. it's going to toe along with certain lines and yeah. What whatever you know if the game. I hear the gameplay's amazing, so you know that's that's really what you play a Star Wars game for. But sure, sure, try try something new. Come on, they need to move the fuck away from the Empire era, from the Rebellion era, yeah, from the in betweens. They need to move just away. start over and do another spot of it. Ulit yeah. Keldroma. There's so much. There's so much history to 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 plunder, and they don't do it ever in official stuff, nope. in mainstream stuff. And it's weird. I mean, they could even just, you know, not... I want this to turn into the Star Wars hour, but they could even... <laughs> go, go back to the old Republic type stuff, you know? like Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. Sp- Spar- even Spar- before that. that era. Before the old, there was the old. Like, Alright, well, they let's... Uh, went in mystical stuff. But. Let's uh, go ahead and wind down here. I think we're over an hour... Probably closer to an hour fifteen, hour twenty at this point. I, I didn't exactly. Yeah, about an hour twenty, I think. 
That's fine. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pass the talking feather off to Ethan, who's going to lead us into the outro. Hey, guys. Had a great time. The uh, outro. So, uh, this is it. And uh, be sure to check out uh, the Broken Campfire YouTube channel, which is mm -hmm. youtube.com slash Broken Campfire. Yes. Uh, to see uh, our gaming videos with our pals. Right now we got Vito and Flask in the mix playing Fatal Brain with the... Uh, Fatal Frame, sorry, with uh, several <laughs> other do it. friends of ours. Uh, so watch, watch them catch some ghoulies, catch some ghosties. Yeah, catch some on film. I mean, I mean, I mean, oops, kimonos. Yeah, you know, maybe edit that out, but yeah. Yeah. I don't want the government to. Uh, Next podcast will feature a completely different cast of people, <laughs> and you'll have to learn to know. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. We'll try to make sure next podcast is uh, less racist.